Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. Teeing it up and talking golf. It's what we do every Sunday here on Tea to Green, the golf show. Hello, fellow golfers. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Butnoff from the Five Star Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, the longtime home of Tita Green and the home of the 2018 U.S. Senior Open. It began on Thursday. It continued Friday and Saturday. And welcome, everyone, to Championship Sunday. Great to have you along for the ride and what a ride it has been. Jerry Kelly has a one-shot lead going into the final round today. Nine players, including David Towns, Davis Love, a couple of major championship winners, are within four shots of the lead. We will hear a little bit from Jerry Kelly on the show today. And also on the show today, later in the hour, baseball Hall of Fame pitcher John Smoltz. He played golf this week and was actually the story of the Open early on. Uh, He qualified for the Open, but missed the cut, but he came in, visited with the media earlier in the week, and we're going to play some of that uh, press conference and interview with John Smoltz for you later in the hour on Tee to Green. Also up a little bit earlier than that, we'll visit again with Dave Shedlowski. He is a contributing writer for Golf Digest, among other things. And We had Shed on the show just a couple of weeks ago from Shinnecock and the U.S. Open. He's out here in Colorado Springs covering this event, and we'll hear from Dave Shedlowski today on Tita Green as we talk about the 2018 U.S. Senior Open going on all this week here at the Broadmoor. It's early Sunday morning. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What am I going to do? Help me keep my head down. Save me from those double bogey blues. This is America's longest-running network radio golf show. It's Tita Green. Check out our website, tdegreenradio.com. Like us on Facebook as well. We welcome Scott Cuddy, our producer, back from vacation in master control. Jay and Jerry teeing it up and talking senior open golf at the Broadmoor today on Tita Green. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. That's 800-296-1252. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 
800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Golfers listen because we speak their language here on T to Green, the golf show. Welcome in, everybody. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Budenoff. It is July 1st. It is Championship Sunday at the 39th U.S. Senior Open Championship. It's kind of a bittersweet day, Jerry. For the past three years or so, we've been anticipating the U.S. Senior Open coming. We've been saying on this show, oh, the Broadmoor, the home of the 2018 U.S. Senior Open. And after today... It's all over, but but what a run it's been. Yeah, I mean, uh, they've had uh, three major events here in the last 10 years, and it's been fun for us to be a part of all of that that since we've been doing the show from the Broadmoor here a couple years starting prior to that. So um, a lot of good stuff uh, going on here, and, uh, you know, the uh, attitude of all the people uh, walking around all week uh, and the the anticipation even of, of a lot of the employees that we've talked to here over the course of the last few months um, whether it be, you know, people that are just serving breakfast for people's, you know, rooms or whatever like that. Everybody's been anticipating this. and It's been a fun week and good weather, pretty hot. Uh, record temperature, record temperature on opening day uh, on Thursday. But uh, yesterday was very pleasant, and today's going to be maybe a low to mid-80, so it should be uh, perfect golf weather. Yeah, we'll take the heat as long as it's dry. I mean, we were here in 2011. 6%, 6% humidity on Friday. <laughs> when the it was pretty dry. When the Women's Open was here in 2011, it rained darn near every day of the tournament. They had to carry it over into Monday just to finish. And that was just kind of a mess. But, it, yeah, the weather's been great. It's been hot. And the golf has been hot as well. Broadmoor showing once again... Uh, do, getting the job done and showing why the USGA keeps coming back here. It's a different course. Um, Kenny Perry won with a 16-under score yesterday, or last year. Kirk Triplett was 15-under through three rounds, you know, record-setting uh, scores in uh, Massachusetts last year. Uh, the leader right now is 4-under, and there have only been six rounds all week long of 4-under or better. Um, so that tells you that this is playing, playing pretty tough, like everybody suspected. And the leader, of course, is Jerry Kelly, who, who had a pretty good run on the regular PGA Tour. He turned 50 not too long ago, ago and joined the Tour Champions and, of course, became eligible for the Senior Open. And uh, he's making a run at winning his first major championship on either tour. If he can hang on uh, and, and finish off one more round today, he had rounds of 66, 69, and 71. He's got a one-shot lead over David Toms, a two-shot lead over Kirk Triplett, and he came into the media center last night, talked about why he is beating the Senior Open. I'm doing really, really well with my putting, but, I mean, it's just very difficult to judge, so I know it's difficult for other people to judge. My putting is, my stroke is not the best of the people out here, but my my eye, my feel is is right up there at the top. So as long as I can get the stroke to connect with my feel, that that's when I putt great. I've struck the ball well all week, and, uh, you know, I know I can get the putter going at any moment, and uh, I'll just keep striking it well. To hang in there and, and still know that I'm striking it the way I'm striking it, uh, I'm I'm ready. I I think there's a low one out there. I, I mean, I think the front and the back can play, even though there's no par fives on the back. You can get the back. Uh, you just have to hit fairways, and then you have to hit very good iron shots. I I think it's there. Uh, it's just a matter of someone's going to do it. So 
Uh, that's Jerry Kelly. He takes a one-shot lead into the final round today. He opened with the 66, the second-best score of the entire week. 65 has been the best round of the week, and Jerry Kelly, you just heard him say, he thinks there's another low one out there. wonder who's going to get it. He's uh, been uh, the solo leader uh, all three days so far. Uh, I'm trying to remember the first time, uh, I think only two times in senior open histories someone's led wire to wire. Olin Brown was one that, that did it um, four or five years ago when he won, and then there was somebody a little further back. But uh, So, yeah, so he could do something that uh, you know has been rare in a 39-year event now that the senior open's been taking place. And uh, you know, he, he's one of those guys, you know, um, kind of a, you'd refer to him as maybe a steady Eddie kind of golf player. Not spectacular, you know, perhaps with any part of his game, but spectacular doesn't always do it at major tournaments either, especially on a course like this, um, you know, where you've got to be, uh, you know, so precise on and around the greens. And, um, you know, yeah, he's got a shot to go uh, wire to wire here today. Yeah, and he's a guy who, when he played on the regular tour, I can remember every, every time a major came around, I would say, this is Jerry Kelly's time. It's his turn. He's finally going to win a major, and I'd pick him. And he he never he never did. He came up. He, he had a couple of good runs, but he come up came up short. So maybe this is his time to break through. You know what? He I always thought that he and Kenny Perry were very similar in a way. Now Kenny Perry's a bigger guy, hits the ball farther, and everything. But um, other than that, they're the same kind of player. I think as far as you know, maybe ability, expectations, that sort of thing. You know, Kenny won a few more times on the regular tour, and, and now he's got a couple of senior uh, majors and stuff. But, um, yeah, uh, very similar kind of guys, I think. Kenny Perry, by the way, the defending champion, is 10 shots back. He's at plus six. He's with uh, a group that includes Fred Couples. B.J. Singh, another big name, is uh, plus five, so he's nine shots behind, just running down the leaderboard a little bit. Bernard Longer, the real Bernard Longer, finally showed up yesterday. He He's one of the favorites, of course. He opened with the 72, followed with the 76, and then yesterday came back and was 10 shots better. He shot a 66, probably, though, for him, too little, too late. Yeah, um, uh, made the cut right on the number, which was eight over for the tournament, exactly 60 players, which is the minimum that they take, uh, made the cut. And then, uh, yeah, he... Uh, he came out and shot uh, 66 yesterday. I think he was one of the first two or three groups out. And uh, and, and that kind of thing is what encourages the other players. We heard a couple people in here yesterday talking about that they had seen that Bernard gone low early in the day, and and, and that's encouraging yeah. for players you know that are coming up later in the day. Some of the other big names, Colin Montgomery, he is at plus one. With a good round today, he's got a shot. Davis Love playing in his first U.S. Senior Open. He is even par through three rounds, so he's four back. He's got a shot as well. Uh, Brent Job, Colorado guy, he's at minus one, three behind the leader, Jerry Kelly. Guy who finished uh, last, second last year in this event, Kurt Triplett, he's at minus two, just two back. David Toms, who won the PGA Championship on the regular tour, his only major uh, championship victory in his career, he's uh, one shot back at minus three, and of course Jerry Kelly leads the pack at minus four. And uh, Triplett has had the uh, best uh, last couple days. He's gone uh, six under over the last two days after starting with a 74. Finished second in this event last year to Perry, and uh, has uh, shared uh, won the team event earlier this year, so uh, there's a guy to uh, not sleep on either. Yeah, a couple other guys uh, you might uh, be following or have followed through the years. Miguel Angel Jimenez uh, out of Spain. He's at minus one, three shots back. Uh, Paul Broadhurst, good player. He won uh, a major championship on the senior tour not that long ago. He's at even par. And a guy who played college golf with Jerry Kelly, Tim Petrovic, He's at minus two, just two shots back. And he's the guy that uh, shot uh, 65 on Friday to uh, leapfrog a bunch of people. And, um, uh, you know, was right there yesterday. He had gotten it to five under at one point and had uh, the brief lead uh, when Kelly stumbled on number 12 yesterday. But uh, then uh, Bo 
bogeyed three of the last four holes coming in, but um, you know, had a little bit bad luck down the stretch there. But um, uh, a nice little moment when a uh, young fella slid into his ball that he hit into the rough on 17 and moved it, but uh, they got that taken care of. And uh, and so uh, Tim, uh, Tim right there, second to last group. I've got to keep an eye on capable, uh, his whole career capable of going super low on any given day is Paul Goidos. He's at minus one. He's three shots behind. I, li- I like his chances a I like lot it. today. Yeah. I like yeah. his chances a lot. We'll get uh, some thoughts on him and the rest of this field as we are on Championship Sunday at the U.S. Senior Open. Dave Shedlowski standing by. He's going to join us next. And then later in the hour, John Smoltz, baseball Hall of Fame pitcher, who played in this event this week, shot uh, uh, 22 over. over par, missed the cut, but had some great things to talk about and say with the media earlier in the week. We'll hear some thoughts from John Smoltz as we continue at the U.S. Senior Open, 39th U.S. Senior Open, the Broadmoor. This is Tita Green. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a roof. Time to work on your short game. Tea to Green helps you get it up and down. The Broadmoor is one of the world's premier resorts and the longest holder of the prestigious AAA Five Diamond Award. This 3,000-acre property has 700 rooms and suites, a world-class amenity spa and fitness center, plus more than 185,000 square feet of meeting space. The Broadmoor is located five miles southwest of downtown Colorado Springs and one hour south of Denver. 
The Broadmoor continues to stand in the forefront of world-class facilities, amenities, and service, combining modern comfort and convenience with an elegant charm of the past. Hi, I'm Mark Kelbel, the head golf pro at the Broadmoor, and today I want to talk to you about teaching aids, the first one being just a plain, ordinary towel, and this is used primarily for the short game. Put it across your chest and put it under each arm. What this allows you to do is maintain the triangle through the chipping area, and it keeps your arms nice and taut to the body where you're not breaking your wrists and so on and so forth. Secondly is a head cover, just a plain, ordinary cloth head cover that you put under your right arm if you're a righty, to cure a flying elbow coming over the top of your swing where the club is pointing toward the first baseman. You want to avoid that at all costs. This will keep the right elbow to the side, and you'll be down the line much, much better. For more on taking strokes off of your game, check out the website, tdgreenradio.com, or visit your local PGA professional. Here's your top source for golf news and entertainment on the radio, online, and on your smartphone. It's Cheetah Green, the golf show. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Butenop, Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado. The focus of a lot of golf this week, the 39th U.S. Senior Open. Got underway earlier in the week and wraps up possibly later today. We'll see if uh, we got some overtime, some extra golf, and a playoff to think about. But the final round today, and Jerry Kelly takes a one-shot lead into the final round of the 39th U.S. Senior Open today here on Broadmoor East. A couple of weeks ago, our next guest was on the phone with us from Shinnecock. We talked about the U.S. Open with Dave Shedlowski, contributing writer for, among other things, Golf Digest. I didn't know it at the time, but he was planning to come out here and cover the U.S. Senior Open, ran into him the other day and said, hey, I want to come back on the show, and it's nice to be face-to-face instead of on the telephone with Dave Shedlowski. Hey, Shed. Hey, Jay. I was thinking the same thing. It's nice to just sit here and talk to you and see your face. I'm not sure you really want to look at my face, but that's <laughs> why I'm always on the radio. You've been covering much senior golf besides this this event? You know, I get to a couple every year. Uh, not much, uh, Generally, I'm at 14 to 16 PGA Tour events for Golf Digest and Golf World. And, uh, you know, I'm going to have a nice little two-week break here and head over to Carnoustie for the British Open. Oh. Next. So uh, that's that's my next assignment. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but uh, definitely looking forward to today. And I think we're just going to have a uh, – I think it's going to be a great finish here. And I, it seems like to me you're, you're the – close to the same age as a lot of these guys right. so you've been watching them for years so that it's very comfortable isn't it it is and it's nice that a lot of them uh you know they see my face and recognize me and, and uh chat a little bit and i th- i think it's great that uh you know they feel like they're still getting some coverage and uh and seeing somebody that uh does have a little bit of a national presence so uh yeah i've known fred couples for 26 years davis love for roughly about the same time I mean, uh, Jerry Kelly, David Toms, Kurt Triplett, uh, you know, Paul Goidos, all those guys, uh, you know, yeah, pretty much grew up and grew older with them. Yeah. Anything that's really stood out or surprised you this week? Um, I'm not sure if there's any surprises per se. Uh, I think one thing that's surprising for everybody, and the players have mentioned this, is just how much they struggle on these greens. And I, you know, had I had been to the Broadmoor in 15 years, I didn't remember how these greens played and and how tricky they could be. But uh, um, maybe I just washed it from my memory because I was so bad the day I did play it. So, uh, but that's surprising. I think uh, as much experience as these guys have and the knowledge that they have of not only you know how to read greens and putt and so forth, but the knowledge of themselves and what they're capable of. And, to see them struggle a little bit uh, on really what is a fantastic layout, it's it's been pretty interesting. I think what what's tough for these guys mentally is is you look at a putt out here, and if you think it's going to break four inches, you really need to play eight. And I don't think they can talk themselves into doing that. Jerry, I think we've seen that all week, and I think you're absolutely right. They cannot talk themselves into it. And uh, whatever voices are in their head, uh, you know, I mean, David Toms, I think, figured out a little bit yesterday, a lot of tap-in pars. Man, tap-in pars are great. It kind of saves the nerves for today. Yeah. Last year, the two Opens, men's and seniors, finished with 16 under winning scores, which is an anomaly, of course. This year, the, the, the two tournaments this year, do they feel more like U.S. Opens with the scores we're seeing? <laughs> Absolutely they do. Uh, and I think we've seen that. Uh, 
setups than anything. You know, Aaron Hills, I, I think that, you know, what we saw last year at Aaron Hills and, of course, Salem. Salem was a little bit of an anomaly because they didn't really get any wind and it was soft. Aaron Hills was a big anomaly because they got no wind. And the week before, I'm telling you, the week before at Aaron Hills, it was howling. And that's when they widened the fairways just even a little bit more because they really feared that it was going to be very difficult for the players to get around. And then they got no wind, and Brooks Kepka tore it apart, and so did a bunch of other guys. Dave Shredlowski is with us uh, at the U.S. Senior Open here at the Broadmoor, contributing writer for, among other things, Golf Digest, Golf World, and um, sort of a regular for Tita Green. We had him on the show a couple of weeks ago at the U.S. Open. Great to have him back with us today. used to be you looked at the Champions Tour, and I remember the days when Trevino and those guys were all sort of in their heyday, and they always talked about the flat bellies, meaning the guys on the regular PGA Tour, the younger guys were the flat bellies. The older guys had sort of the older beer belly type look. Uh, now you look around the Champions Tour and you see the Jerry Kellys and the Bernard Longers and the David Toms. You see a lot of flat bellies on this tour. Yeah, they're really working out. We would, we had dinner the other night at uh, the Golden Bee down the street where a lot of players actually end up. And uh, Tom Lehman showed up with his wife and some friends. And, and you just, Tom Lehman's 60 years old. And he's in fantastic shape. And you can tell that he works out and that, I mean, there's not a lot of fat to him or, you know, he's not letting grass grow under his feet. Yeah, these guys are in terrific shape. I think, you know, I mean, they have to be because that's the trend. Yeah, and especially this week on this course, in altitude, playing four days, it's a grind. It is a grind. I, I, but even Hale Irwin at 73 said the other day, and, of course, Hale being, you know, a longtime Colorado resident who grew up in, in Colorado, went to Colorado, you know, University of Colorado, he even said, look, it's uh you know, as little as I work out now, he still works out, don't get me wrong, but he doesn't do what he used to do five, ten years ago. He said, I'm, I was pretty okay walking. So I think, is the walk a challenge? Yeah, I think it is between the hills and the thin air, but I think they're handling it pretty well, more than I thought they would. You've got Jerry Kelly at minus four, and as you go down that leaderboard, how far can you go down to really give guys a chance today? I always look at six as the magic number, anybody within six shots, but I think... Uh, yeah, we're probably looking at uh, the fours, maybe. I think I think Andre and Haas at plus five, they'd have to probably do something special. I expect just a train wreck in front of them. And I'm, you, you never get a train wreck from the entire field, or, or I shouldn't say hardly ever. So uh, I, I think anybody uh, really at even, uh, realistically, I, Monty's at plus one, too, and, and you know maybe we shouldn't discount him because he can't get it going, but... I think anybody in that uh, even or better is is probably pretty good. I've always thought that sometimes it's not so much how many shots you're back, but how many guys you have to jump over there, too. And like you said, uh, not everybody's going to crash here today. Um, I'm liking three under as a winning score today. Um, you, know, that would, you know, if Kelly shoots one over, probably gets him into a playoff, maybe. Yeah, well, I, I, I thought that the number that Jerry's sitting at right now, if he shot par, he'd probably be in a playoff. I think four under, but, you know, we never know. I, I haven't seen the setup notes today, and so that'll be interesting what what the USGA has in store for these guys. I don't think they're going to do much different, but, you know, if the wind blows a little bit and they get a couple of hole locations that, uh, that might get a little trickier with the wind or what have you, and, you know, you just never know what's going to you know, what's going to crop up as far as scoring. Yeah, it's interesting you said that because the first thing I did today was check to see if there was a pin plate and a sheet ready for us, and there wasn't one yet. Not so. yet. <laughs> Everybody thought Bernard Longer was going to come in here and win this thing. He struggled the first two days, but he got it going yesterday. What, what was the difference for him? Putting. I mean, I think that putting has been the big difference. And, you know, one guy that, uh, that I do like on that board is, is Miguel Angel Jimenez because he has not putted at all in three days, and yesterday his only birdie came on a chip-in. And we were joking about that when just before he did it, that, you know, watch, he hadn't made a puddle, they watched him chip in, and, you know, <laughs> and he did. And, and so, um, but he's only three back and hasn't made anything. I mean, he didn't make a putt outside of four feet yesterday. Yeah, I heard him say that. That's an unbelievable. So and he's due. three back. And so, you know, um, I, really, that's been, you know, that's been the big thing. Uh, real quick before we head out here, uh, Longer, Scott McCarron, the two guys that have dominated the tour the last couple of years, neither one of them in the hunt. That tells you a lot about the Open, doesn't it? 
Yeah, it says long putters don't work well on slopey greens in the mountains. Or, you know, maybe maybe the thin air makes the long putter a little you know lighter. I don't know. I look, I don't know. It's just, it's, I always write uh, on Twitter that if something weird happens, it's just because it's golf. It's the way it is. That's a good point. Hey, thanks for uh, coming by again. Thanks for doing this. Have fun out in uh, at the British at Carnoustie. That's going to be fun to watch too. And, uh, maybe Jordan Speed has been in a little slump. We'll get it together yeah. that week. He's, he's defending, isn't he? He is. That's right. Okay. Hey, Dave, thanks for coming by. Thanks, Dave. That's Dave Shedlowski, contributing writer, Golf World, Golf Digest, among other things, covering the 39th U.S. Senior Open here at the Broadmoor. John Smoltz up next on TD Green. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Call the CPAP hotline now. 800-430-4234. 800-430-4234. That's 800-430-4234. Copays and deductible supply. Supplies are replaced in accordance with Medicare guidelines. Destination listening for dedicated golfers. Tita Green, the golf show live at the 39th U.S. Senior Open. The Broadmoor in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Jay Ritchie, Jerry Boutenhoff. Big story at the Senior Open earlier in the week was John Smoltz, the Atlanta Braves, St. Louis Cardinals baseball pitcher who was a member of the Baseball Hall of Fame, but went out and qualified for this event. Uh, he didn't do so well at the first couple of days. Shot uh, 85 and 77 plus 22, and missed the cut. But earlier in the week, he had a chance to visit with us here in the media room and said making the field for this event was one of the biggest things of his career. Probably the number one thing that I've ever accomplished. Everything I've been part of before has been a team thing, and I'm proud of all my accomplishments from a team aspect. But an individual con- you know, an individual role or accomplishment, I haven't had anything anywhere close to this. This is... I've been a dream of mine since I was probably 35 to 40 years old. And um, I know a lot of my teammates were tired of hearing it. 
that I was going to do this one day. But it is the, the most excited I've ever been. Uh, winning my first Major League Baseball game was something cool and unforgettable and shared with my family, but part of a team. This accomplishment was the longest golf day of my life and, and one that came with just the busiest schedule you can imagine. And I don't feel like I have slept normal since it happened. So as a television guy, how about a little play-by-play -play from that playoff? That had some pretty, yeah. pretty dramatic moments in it. It did. Um, you know, I, I got up at 5.15 to drive to Plantera Ridge, about an hour and 45 minutes from my house. It wasn't the first tee time, but the two guys in front didn't show up, so they pushed me up to the first group. So we were the first group of twosome. The front nine, I played, I played a 34 into a 37, and then I birdied the what was 15, 16, and 17 and had a, about a 12-footer on 18. And I knew that putt meant probably less anxiousness if I made it because I would have to wait around. So I waited around. I missed the putt, and I waited around eight hours. And um, I prepared for my game that I had to leave the next day to do for MLB Network, or actually for Fox. And that only could last so long. I got really frustrated trying to think about baseball when I was only thinking about golf. About seven-hour mark, I went to hit golf balls on the range, finding out if I get a chance. It would be definitely a playoff. And if you'd have seen me hit my ball, the balls at 7 o'clock, you'd have said, just get in the car and go home. It's not going to work. But it was literally... I went back. The only thing I could draw from is that when I was tired in a game is mentally just going one pitch at a time. So in the playoff, I wanted it to end, obviously, as early as possible because I was tired. And I birdied the first hole. Felt great about that. And one other guy birdied it. And so it then became two people for one spot. And what happened the next two holes is an array of emotions that I've learned so many lessons from that hit two great shots on the next hole, got a bad result, probably got lucky to go on to the third hole, and the third hole was a, I was afforded a two-shot advantage when he hit the ball in the water off the tee, and um, I made a mistake. I walked up to that bunker shot, and I thought about playing in the U.S. Open instead of hitting the bunker shot, and uh, it was similar to my days of a young pitcher thinking about answering questions to the media in the eighth inning before the game was over. And I'm just honest with my feelings because that's the one way I learn. You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I just, next time I'm in that situation, I promise you I will step out and, and play a different strategy. So I hit the shot and didn't get the result, hit the lip, and went back in the water. So now I had to rally and, and hit a, a, a decent shot to about 10 feet. Ultimately, I got in because I two-putted and he didn't. But the day filled with uh, all those emotions, just that's why it's the greatest feeling I've ever had because of all that led up to – I have been through this twice and had bad results. I waited seven and a half hours in a previous U.S. Open qualifier only to find out I got beat on the last hole. I've had seven-hour waits before, and all that led to helping me at least deal with the eight hours of time off. John, I'm curious about the dynamic of pitching or the individual pursuit of golf, the psychology, the crossover. Give us a sense for how that psychology works, the advantage of having been a professional athlete at the level that you were in baseball and and now in golf and similarities and things of that nature. That's what I'm Yeah, I, I think they're real similar from a pitcher standpoint, sight-oriented you know, you, you pick a target and you're trying to execute. I'd say where, where, where I am nowhere close as a golfer as I was as a pitcher, I had all the confidence in the world in my pitches. Now, that came with time and rep, and I never was afraid of the pressure, and pressure never caused me to fail or be the reason I failed. I failed because I didn't execute. Um, as a golfer, I don't have all the pitches, so to speak. I don't have – you'll get exposed quickly, and I have what I have, I've never taken a lesson. I don't practice. I just play. And um, it's been a passion of mine ever since I realized that being a pitcher, starting in A-ball, I've got four days that I better find a way to occupy time because I pitch every five days. And I picked up golf at about 20, 21 years old. And from a mental standpoint, what I love about golf is it really is about you. The mental pressures do add up and they do they do get you in a different way than if I'm on the mound and nothing starts until I start it. 
But then I can get picked up by my teammates. I mean, you can get hidden results as a baseball player, especially a pitcher. You cannot get hidden results as a golfer. It's all about you, Mother Nature, and a couple breaks here and there. So I don't have a routine. <laughs> I just, I play golf. I love it. Um, my path, I never thought I'd be a broadcaster when I retired. I really thought I would just dedicate my time to playing golf competitively as much as I could. And I never thought I'd have three shoulder surgeries afterwards. So this has been a, this has been like the wildest ride in the world, but I can promise you the pressure is not going to get to me. It'll be my inability to hit a shot or an inability to hit an in-between bunker shot that just is not, these guys are the best in the world. And I have such admiration getting a chance to play with them. I, I learn from watching and I'm self-taught. So when I see the guys I'm going to get to play with, I, I watch their swings. I watch what they're doing and uh, try to learn that way. It's the way I learned as a baseball pitcher. I just watched and went out and tried to emulate what I watched. And to say I'm having the time of my life is uh, an understatement right now. You've had almost a month now since you've qualified, so I'm sure I've heard from, from just all kinds of people. What, what, are, what, are, what have been some of your favorite conversations that you've had with folks or, or messages or whatever it might be? It's been the general excitement that they've had. I mean, they, I can't believe the amount of texts and the amount of interviews. Um, nothing compares to this. I, I'm, I'm not, you know, the Hall of Fame was the greatest achievement that I could be part of, but I didn't get as many texts for the Hall of Fame as I'd gotten for this. And just people who generally, whether they're casual golfers or they just can't comprehend that this happened. So that's been the most rewarding thing to realize that you know, shoot, my teammates have sent those texts going, I can't believe you said you were going to do it, and you did it. Um, but I, I hope for nothing else. You know, my whole life has been a life of perseverance and overcoming failures. Um, and I, I just think that maybe if nothing else, it gives people hope to do things that maybe are so stacked against you that, you know, if you don't have the right attitude. I tell my kids things that I'm sure today they tired of hearing but I, I if you don't believe it you'll never dream it if you don't dream it you'll never achieve it and I I'm a big I'm a big believer in that why not why not pursue your dreams and this is a secondary dream that uh, I'm getting a good chance to be part of I was in St. Louis when when you were with the Cardinals and no Adam Wainwright and he's told me stories about you guys playing uh, at Augusta and he, he told me a, a story one time about, he, I think you played with Tiger, and he was actually beating him, or maybe it was you. So previous to this, what was your best uh, golf experience or, or story? Yeah, I, I, there's there's a million of them. Um, the time that the Maddox and Glavin and I spent together, three of us for 10 years, two of us for 15 years, we played golf all over the country. And... Um, I never dreamt, growing up out of Lansing, Michigan, that I would be in the major leagues, that I would have a chance to meet presidents, that I would have a chance to play with the greatest golfers in the world. It just doesn't seem possible. And to play with Tiger and Annika at the same time, for the first time they ever played together, is, ranks way, way up there. Seeing the two number ones in the world and playing with them, getting lucky enough that day to beat Annika, and getting more publicity for that than anything I did in baseball. By the way, the next year she shot 66 and smoked me and talked trash, so I thought that was awesome. <laughs> but honestly, I, if I had to name one, it's just the experience of in spring training with the greatest manager in the world and Tiger asking me if, if, if I could go to Augusta about three weeks before the Masters. And I said, all I can do is ask my manager. I'm in spring training. i got something to do every single day. And I said, let me get back to you. And I hovered around his office for about 15 minutes, hoping that nobody went in there and made him mad. But I just went in and asked. I said, I completely understand if you say no. I got a kind of calm day on Sunday. He'd have me back by 3. You know, is that, is that okay? And um, he looked at me and said, I'll see you Monday. And I just couldn't believe that he, he said that. I got a chance to go play Sunday pins at the Masters with Tiger. I was late. We got there. We couldn't hit balls. We went to the first tee, and our first swings were on the first tee. And just walking that course, watching him play, 
like it was his backyard on Sunday pins was amazing. And I'll never forget hitting my first tee shot right down the middle, and he hit it in the bunker. And we're walking down the first fairway. He goes, this might be your day. And I said, you're darn right, this might be my day. I made six, he made four. He shot 66, I shot like 78, and uh, I got a chance to see. TV doesn't quite do it justice. If you've never got a chance to see up close some of the greatest golfers in the world, and I've been blessed to play with them. And uh, that, that's got to be up there under the circumstances. Nobody found out, believe it or not, in spring training. Normally when a guy's missing, they ask questions. And that's how great my manager was. He knew I wouldn't take advantage of it. And uh, I could tell the story years later. It was the same year that he, he always wanted to hit off me. And he wanted to see all the stuff that I had. And I said, you really don't really want to see that. I'm, I'm more worried about your thumbs getting jammed and affecting golf. He says, nope, I want to see it. And so we did a simulation game. That's what it's called, a sim game. Nobody's there at the stadium. And I throw Brian McCann catches. And we just pretend like we're doing a game. And he proclaimed he went one for four with a walk. But that's up for serious debate. <laughs> My favorite story with him is there was five of us, two buddies of mine, five guys, and the scorecard read 5-4-3-2-1 on a par three. It's a pretty amazing scorecard. Every number was covered, and I picked the ball out of the hole of my buddy who flew me down to play, and he got the hole-in-one. And I said, what's more believable when we get back home, the fact that you got a hole-in-one or that you beat Tiger by four on one hole? Well, Tiger didn't take too kind of that and went 12 under the next 20 uh, one or so holes, so I probably got what I deserved after I picked the ball out of the hole. <laughs> a couple of Tiger Woods stories there included in the interview with John Smoltz here at the U.S. Senior Open earlier this week. Uh, Smoltz uh, shot rounds of 85 and 77, so unfortunately, not around for the weekend, but when he was here, he was the big story of the event, and if you listen to that interview, you know why. But she uh, really, you know, passion he had for the game and for getting here and I, I think it speaks a lot obviously 85 first day jitters I had a lot to do with that but the fact that he was able to pick himself up and improve by eight shots the next day uh, pretty good story yeah and I talked to him after he missed the cut on uh, uh, Friday and I said if you're serious about this golf thing I'd like to get you on our radio show sometime can I get your phone number? He said, sure. So he gave me his, his phone number, and sometime down the road, when all the dust settles from the open here, we'll give John Smoltz a call and get him on live on Key to Green. We'll take a break. When we come back, Jerry's taking us on tour right after this. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have 5000 10000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 
800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam and you can have lifetime coverage and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. Call 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. 800 508 5774. Call now. That's 800 508 5774. Golfers listen because we speak their language every Sunday here on Tee to Green, the golf show. Not quite done yet. Jerry's got to look at what's happening on tour. Real quick rundown now of the scores here at the Senior Open at the Broadmoor. Jerry Kelly is our leader at minus four. He's one shot ahead of David Toms. Kirk Triplett and Tim Petrovic are uh, two shots back. And then Brant Joe, Paul Goidos, and Miguel Angel Jimenez are three shots back at minus one. There's another major going on. Ladies. Women's PGA Championship at Kemper Lakes near Chicago. This is interesting. Our leader is Soyan Yu. She's at uh, 11 under. She won the last event here. There was a major tournament. It was She won the uh, 2011 Women's Open here at the Broadmoor. So it's interesting how that timing has worked out this weekend here. Uh, she is, uh, like I said, 11 under and has a three-shot lead over Brooke Henderson. Sung Yun Park is at four shots back. Angel Yin and Bronte Law are following them, and the regular tour is at the Quicken Loans National, TPC Potomac. Um, Abraham Answer, you know him, right, Jay? Yeah, well, I'm <laughs> yeah. Out of Mexico, shot 62 yesterday. He and Francesco Molinari are at minus 13, two shots ahead of Zach Blair and Ryan Armour. You like him, Jerry Kelly? I do. I like Goidos. If if any of those guys that are lurking a few strokes back, I like Goidos' chances today. Um, I still like three under par as a winning score or a playoff score. Yeah, I I don't want to jinx Jerry Kelly. I'm, I'm, I kind of like David Toms, who's just a shot back. We'll see what happens. Yep, it'll be fun. Thanks to Dave Shedlowski for joining us today here on Tita Green. And thank you for tuning in on this championship Sunday here at the Broadmoor for the 39th U.S. Senior Open. We'll see you next week. Till then. Hit them long, hit them straight.